Hello, mighty people of the most high and magnificent God. This is Heather Miller, and I've come to bring you a word today, straight out of the Word of God. I'm so thankful that you've joined me today. This is going to be two in a row, and uh, I don't usually do that. Um, Some of you have already figured out how I do my ministry on this podcast. Um, I'll just give you a little history of how I started this podcast real quick, was the Lord began to speak to me in uh, December of 2019 about uh, that he was going to put me in, in ministry again. Of course, we have ministry. I'm all, We're always in ministry, but he's going to, you know, he's going to do something. That's all I knew. And come around January 2020, I ended up doing a radio show for just a few episodes with a, a lady that I met that was a very sweet lady. And um, that ended up not being for me. And the Lord led me out of that um, radio show. It, it just wasn't for me, you know. It was a good thing, but it just wasn't where he wanted to keep me. And he then he led me to do a podcast. And um, so that's how I started doing this podcast. And how many of you know out there that when God... Uh, throws you into something <laughs> which is sometimes well he just throws you out there and says here do this and you just do it right so that's what I do on this podcast and I don't do it on a schedule I don't do it every week or every Monday or every Sunday evening or what have you I do it whenever the Lord has led me and I feel there's a word that I need to get out there it might be every two months I've had them <clears throat> if you go back over the history of this podcast there might be two months or even more that I didn't touch it. And then there's been times where I did one back to back in a in a in a two week period of time. And today is is back to back. I just did one yesterday morning. I woke up early. Uh, of course I wake up pretty early every morning and um but I usually don't come alive until about ten o'clock in the morning to be honest. <laughs> Because yesterday morning I woke up and I'm telling you all these scriptures and words were just coming to my mind. I thought I got to do a podcast. It's, it's very impromptu, and I feel like that lets the Lord have control, um, and I love that. I love that it lets God have control rather than a, my schedule uh, demands of a schedule having control. Um, so I feel led to do another one, and I hope you don't mind that. Um, the word that the Lord has put on my heart is, um, repentance of this country and repentance of this world and repentance of, of those who claim to be believers in this world, that they would truly bow down and come to serve the living God. Amen. Because that's, um, that's a beautiful thing, you know. Um, that we come out of all of our deceptions, delusions, and our egos are set aside to ask ourselves as each individual human souls, what is the truth? Okay. And as you can see today, there's a lot of deception, both in the secular world and the Christian community, um, what I like to call the secular churches, um, I see, and you do too, a lot of well-meaning people that are following after false uh, false prophets. They just call them what, are they, what they are, the false prophets. And they look just like Jeremiah 23. And I'm about to read that in a minute. But before I read that, I'm going to read out of Chronicles. <clears throat> and we've heard this over and over. 
Chronicles 7.14 If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face. Let me stop there. Did he say the world's people, brothers and sisters? Was he talking to uh, Joe Biden? Was he talking to Kamala Harris? Uh, Was he talking to Nancy Pelosi? Was he talking to Jay-Z and Beyonce? He ain't talking to them. He said, my people. Pay attention, loved ones. It's for me. This word is for me too. When I preach, I don't just preach to people. I preach to me. And I say, it's time for me to fast and me to pray. And me to repent, seek God's face. I'm going to tell you something, an anointed man and woman of God that's carrying an anointing for the, for this great and mighty God has great power to get down and repent and seek God's face for a people. Look at Moses. Look at some of these great prophets in our, in this Bible and how they went and they besieged God on behalf of the people. He, so he said, my people, that's you. And that's me. If we will come together, humble ourselves, I feel God, and pray and seek His face. And He says, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. My goodness. I'm going to tell you something. Yes, the wheat and the tares grow together in America as they do all throughout the world. And we have a black and white checkerboard floor, so to speak, that is called America. And it is all mixed up, isn't it? With the very, very dark, the very, very dark, very dark indeed. And then you have light mixed in. And uh, God is calling his lights to stand up and begin to to stand up and then bow right back down. Get back down on your knees and begin to seek God because this is not a time of celebration. You know, Solomon spoke in Ecclesiastes and talked about the different times. There's a time for this. There's a time for that. There's a time for joy, a time for weeping, time for, for, for all these different things, a time for mourning. And I want to tell you something. This country is being judged. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to recap on some things that the Lord spoke to me before I come over here and read about Jeremiah 23. And those those prophets, um, the Lord spoke to me in 2019, March of 2019. And um, I had a... a a waking dream is what I like to call it. it a vision, if you will. But I, I mean, it, it was, I was half asleep. So I guess I could call it a dream because I woke up at two o'clock in the morning and I was very discouraged because I had just gotten off my long fast that I do every year. And I got off my fast and I, I posted, I was trying to do videos at that time on Facebook. And that didn't really go very well for me. I mean, I got some, my friends and family liked it. And they said, oh, praise the Lord, Heather. You know, and they liked it and everything. But I noticed that um, when I would share some of the things, the miracles that the Lord's done in my life, healings and different things I saw, um, trying to give God the glory, people just didn't get very excited about that. 
they just didn't get very excited. And nobody directly discouraged me. It's just like, they just didn't get it. And that if I posted a picture of my adorable daughter, which who I love very much, I'd get 70 likes on that. You know what I'm saying? But if I posted something phenomenal about the Lord and how he miraculously healed a story that I had in my life, I, I might get 15, 20 likes on it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's human nature. And human nature is very fickle. And I was very discouraged. And... um I just didn't understand why why people don't get excited about God. You know, here is the God that created all things living. And they'll get more excited about a football game or an event or their child's school play or anything but God. They'll just huh, throw their hands up in the air. Yeah, whatever. Just like those people in Proverbs. You know, Proverbs 1, I believe it is. Um, <clears throat> um, and I was discouraged and I woke up and I was just sitting there sitting up on my pillows a little bit and uh, had this dream and in my dream I was a little bitty girl in my dream and I was wearing a little dress just like one like my grandmother would make me when I was little and I was probably about four maybe maybe five and it was so surreal. It was so real. And I'm wearing this little dress. And, and I knew I was in the presence of the Father God. Like the Father. Specifically the Father God. And I felt very loved. And I felt this all-encompassing power of masculine. It was a very masculine power. Very masculine I can't describe how masculine it was, okay, but love, and I said to him, and I said, I said, oh, Father, I said, I told them all about you and your miracles and and how you can heal them. I know they're going to love you now. Just like a child would reason and think in this dream that I was back to being a little girl. I just know they're going to love you now. I know it. That's a child's little, a little child's faith. And he was so gentle and so strong. And he, uh, it, it was like I had the, I knew I had the sensation that he was like, he wrapped his arm around me and drew me close, just like a father would his little bitty girl draw her up close. And, and, and he was so gentle with me, with his power. And he, just like a father might tell a child that they need to tell them something, but they're going to be gentle, but they have to tell them something scary. And he said, He said to me, he said, not even a supernatural miracle will turn these people's hearts back to me now. The only thing they will understand now is my judgment. And when he said that to me, I remember being just like overwhelmed with just this sadness came over me and a little bit of fear uh if I could be honest it was uh it was just this 
like you've been like this news this that just got broke to me like it was I could see it now and he comforted me I knew I was safe with him I knew he was gonna take care of me and then he went on in the in the dream to uh to to give me instruction in how how he would instruct me to take care he was going to take care of me and my family um it was very it was very different it was like I don't remember specific instructions it was just I knew he was instructing me I can't tell you that he said oh do this do that I'm going to tell you to do whatever it was like then he went on to give me instructions and I was aware he would give me instructions for the time that would come okay and you know he has done that he has specifically done that in my life and for those that are connected to me of course my immediate family my children um god's word never fails and i hope i didn't butcher that dream up you know i I hope i try to convey it in in the most eloquent way because it was such a beautiful thing but i'm just human i i I hope that i've conveyed it I, i don't have words to convey it it, and, and every time I would try to tell it to someone, I would start crying or they would start crying or we would both start crying. It was so powerful for weeks and weeks. And sometimes I still cry um, because he, he said it. He said that he was going to bring his judgment because not even a supernatural healing miracle. In other words, these people can see everything. They can see a blind man heal. They can see somebody jump out of a wheelchair. They can see somebody uh, completely paralyzed from the neck down, jump up and start doing a waltz across the stage. They don't care. It's not going to turn their hearts back to God. Now, when somebody gets that, and when they get that far away from God, that, that they, nothing. You see, the miracles of Jesus in this Bible were not just to heal the body so he could let the soul go to hell. God's not going to heal your body so so your soul can go to hell. So you can just get what you want from God for this flesh life, be healed, and go off and have a party. No. The Word of God says, Jesus said, that they might believe. Well, that they might believe what? That they might believe that he can heal? No, that's not all. That they might believe on him and be saved. Okay? Hallelujah, because the Word of God also says in there that He'll turn your body over to the to to the devil to save the soul that's in it. Because some people are so hard-headed that no matter what, they're not going to serve God until they come up on a serious situation, and then they'll turn to God. Well, guess where we're at, brothers and sisters, in America, in the world today? Guess where we're at? We are at a place where people have become so hard-headed and stubborn that the only thing they're going to listen to is his judgment. And I've never, you have never one time heard me get up on this podcast and say Trump was going to win the election. Not one single time. Not one single time when I was on Facebook. Did you ever, because I got kicked off Facebook, they don't like me, but... Uh, not not one single time did you ever see me make a post or share even anyone else's post claiming that Trump was going to get the presidency. I did share a lot of funny memes about Trump, and I did want to see him get the election. Why? Because I wanted to see um, I wanted to see something good for this country. I knew what was coming if one of those other people got it. You did too. 
Yeah. But did he get it? No. But you never saw me say it. Um, I had questions when he started popping up with this vaccine uh, last year. And, and I'm not going to get too, too political there. That's not the goal of this podcast. It's The goal of this podcast and this message today is to tell all of uh, my friends and family and my loved ones and those that listen to this podcast, my little podcast family, that this is a season of repentance. This is not a season of celebration. It is a season of repentance. I had an experience the night before the election. And this is before the Lord's told me to start going ahead and sharing and putting myself out there, which I have been very meek and shy about. It's very intimidating. Um, But it was in um, right before the election, the night before the election, I was laying in my bed. The Lord woke me up at four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I I didn't know it was the Lord. I just woke up, you know. Sometimes I know it's God. Sometimes it's just, oh, I woke wide up, wide wide awake. And um, I woke up and I was laying there in my bed and, and it's like my eyes just jolted awake, like like wide awake. Like there were, I mean, I went from sleep to deep sleep to just my eyes opened. And it was like, I saw this big Biden. It was B-I-D-E-N. And it just was like in my, it was like spoken to me. I can't explain it. I, I, I can't say I saw it. When I say I saw it, I mean, I felt it. I, I, I felt it. It was just like Biden, just like that, just big and and I it 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 overwhelmed me I thought what in the world and I got up out of bed and I come downstairs I got me coffee because I didn't want going back to sleep after that because Biden's scary (laughs) oh lord please don't let him win but I knew in my heart that he wasn't gonna win but but I suspected that he would steal the election. But I was I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't come out and say that. But that was my experience. And as I began to pray that morning, I stayed up praying. And then my daughter came downstairs. My my lovely adopted spiritual daughter, my gift from God. She came down about seven o'clock in the morning, and she told me she had been up since two o'clock praying over the election and talking to God. And she said that he spoke to her <clears throat> and told her that uh, she asked the Lord in her youthful innocence, the young lady, beautiful, sweet, I love her so much. And she said, she asked the Lord, who would he vote for? Like who, and I know what she meant. She meant, Lord, who do you put your blessing on in this? Who do you want to be our leader in this country? And he spoke to her and he said, neither one. And that he would, that his people would repent and turn back to him. And we just, me and my daughter, Brooke, we just put our heads together and drew some hard conclusions that uh, we were in for a ride. And sure enough, we were. And when I heard that they stole that election, and they did steal it, we all know that he won. Yes, he did win. And I don't don't mind coming out saying that. I'll say it again. He won. Okay, anybody that can do math could see that he won. Okay, however, it was stolen well, why did the Lord allow that to happen? And I'm going to get where I'm going about the false prophets in a second. So just hold on, uh, sweet people. Um, why did he allow that to happen? Well, it's just plain as day. I mean, really, you have to be blind as a bat not to see it. Because even though 
uh, no matter what was given to us as a country, okay, no matter what prophetic voices God sent, I'm not talking, when I say prophetic voices, I'm not talking about Jeremiah Johnson, I ain't talking about uh, these gut people out here, these loonies out here in California, I'm not talking about these, uh, there's a new sound coming, people, always a new sound, you know, notice that, I'm not talking about those false prophets, I'm going to call them what they are, with that seductive spirit, that lying, seductive, Jezebelian prophecy, I'm talking about God's David Wilkerson's. I'm talking about people like that in the earth that he has placed to warn the people. We didn't turn back. We didn't turn back. So what does God historically do with his people? He'll turn them over to their enemies. That's exactly what he's done. He's turned us over to an evil kingship to teach us. To cause us to get down on our knees and say, oh, Lord, have mercy, you know, to cause us to turn back. But see, what it was is they, they wanted Trump to win. We all did. I would have wanted him to win, too. I think our economy might, would be much better. My gas wouldn't be $3.50 a gallon, you know. Uh, there's a lot of things that wouldn't be what they are right now if it wasn't for the socialist regime that's in there. Okay, yeah, that's my natural person. Uh, 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 want those things. Okay, but uh, even the Republican, if you look at the, you know, you look at the Republican, I will say it like that, even the Republican, because uh, it's all just government. It's all just things of this world, okay? Uh, you can't put your hope in these world systems, and that is exactly what happened. You saw uh, people, traditional um, American family people, you know, traditional conservative people, if you will. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, they put their hope in the American political system, and they made a god out of President Trump. They made him a god, and they wanted to continue to fill their bellies with the prosperity and the fat of the land, and they wanted all of those things despite the fact that they did not want to bow down and serve the Most High God. They didn't want to go all the way. They still wanted to keep one foot in the water with the wickedness in this world. They did not want to serve God. They wanted to get in bed with evil ideologies, sexual immoralities, all of those sorts of ideologies. They wanted to embrace those wicked ideologies and then uh, and, and make Trump their savior. And God just wasn't going to allow it. He did not allow it. It's it's. I, I mean, I. And that's fine. He did right. God always does righteously. He judges righteously. And he has judged. And he's not finished. This is just the beginning. Okay? It's just the beginning. This man's only been in office for about a year. Trump ain't coming back to the White House. I don't care what you hear. Okay? Until a people repents. This country gets down on its knees and God puts Trump back in office. Well, praise God. I personally don't see it coming. Okay? Um, but that's what happened. Uh, isn't it fascinating that, you know, I had that little vision and then uh, of, of Biden or whatever it was, it's that, that knowing and then my daughter comes down and says that. It was all confirmation. Let it be established in the mouth of two or more witnesses. 
Um, interesting how God said in 2019, he said these things, uh, these people, uh, basically nothing, they don't believe anything. They don't want to serve me. Basically, uh, judgment's coming. Judgment has come. Okay. But the problem is everybody want to listen to a new sound. They want to hear, uh, all of these false prophets. They put their hope in their their hopes in all of these false prophets and they told them what they wanted to hear and because they told them what they wanted to hear they were misled because they what they wanted to hear and what God needed them to hear were two different things they wanted to hear that flesh prophecy they were going to get what they wanted it's just like what happened here in Jeremiah 23 and I'm going to read it to you They say still unto me, this is in verse 17, them that despise me. He he called them, them that despise me. Okay. The Lord hath said, ye shall have peace. And they say unto everyone that walketh after the imagination of his own heart, no evil shall come upon upon you. Now we, we saw it. Okay. We saw it happen. In 2020, matter of fact, you're still seeing it today. They're still saying out there today that Trump's going to come back to the to the White House. That's just the beginning of what they're saying. They're still saying today, oh, God's going to turn this country around. There's going to be more prosperity than you've ever seen. They're, they're, they're doing this right now. It's just history repeats itself. That's why it's important to study this Bible. It's full of spiritual history. Those who don't study history are destined to repeat it, which is exactly uh, what we have right now. Lots of people don't study history, okay? They ain't reading Jeremiah 23. So, here it is. It's happening all over again. Behold, a whirlwind of the Lord is gone forth in fury, even a grievous whirlwind. It shall fall grievously upon the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord shall not return until he has executed, until he has performed the thoughts of his heart. In the latter days, that's now, you shall consider it perfectly. He says this, he says, I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. Uh, Let's stop for a second. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. Did you go back there, my friend? I know I did. And I looked, uh, and, I, and I, <laughs> I saw all those prophets that were saying, they were flat out coming out and saying it, that uh, Trump was going to serve four more years. They didn't just say Trump was going to win the election. Um, some of them tried to, to backpedal later, but no, they come out and said Trump was going to uh, return to the White House for four more years, okay? So they... Uh, they really put their foots in their mouths. And I, I mean, when it came time for it to all shake down, and it was still shaking down uh, well into 2021 because we were watching them sort through all of these, um, you know, these ballots and all of this stuff was going on with the voting machines. We were wondering, I wonder if they're going to sort that out or not. But, you know, in my in my heart, in my mind, I was looking at that. I thought, no, they ain't going to do that. This is this is prearranged, okay? Um, but they really put their foot in their mouth, is my point. Yet people still will listen to these very same ones. They will still listen to them, even though 
they were grievously wrong. Instead of telling the people, we need to turn back because we need to repent or God is going to turn us over to our enemies. It's not going to go well with us. They're still out there saying prosperity, prosperity, peace, peace. You see, I have not sent these prophets yet they yet they ran. I have not spoken to them yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my council and had caused my people to hear my words, then they should have turned from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. Am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him? Saith the Lord, do not I fill heaven and earth, saith the Lord. I have heard what the prophet said that prophesied lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long shall this be in the heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Yea, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart. That is the way God talks, my sweet friends and family, my sweet brothers and sisters. That is how he talks. He sounds this way. Okay. Um, and you, this is, we see a repeat of this. We see a repeat because people want to believe what they want to believe rather than, and be stubborn rather than believing the truth. They don't want to believe the truth. If you don't think that we have a problem in the spiritual, uh, the religious side of America and, and some of the things that are going on in these wacky churches, go back to my last podcast I just did yesterday morning and start clicking away on those links. You're going to see all kinds of crazy stuff. Matter of fact, if, if you don't go and at least take a peep at a couple of those videos, you would think I was exaggerating and being over dramatic. But I tell you, I am not. There's a problem. And uh, God wants his, his people to turn back, repent, and get real with themselves. Okay? We've got to get real. Only God's truth is what matters. Have, have you ever noticed, my, my, my loved friends, have you ever noticed that God doesn't really care what your opinion is? He does not, he doesn't give two rips what my opinion is or what your opinion is. We, although we are allowed to have them, I will tell people right now, my opinions are subject to change as God opens my eyes on things. So, but I like to, whenever I give my opinion, I like to highlight it that it is my personal opinion, okay? And rather than, uh, it, not a word from the Lord, but rather a personal opinion of mine, okay? And we are certainly allowed to have those, but it's not going to change God's truth. So ultimately, what we have to be searching after is, God, what is your truth on this matter? What is your truth and your true thoughts towards America today? What is your truth towards the condition of the church in America today, rather than listening to people who are saying, it is well with thee, peace, peace, prosperity, and good fortune upon you. 
Huh? God is going to uh, do revival and prosper the land like we've never seen. The Seven Mountain Mandate. Have you heard of that? Seven Mountain Mandate from uh, the NAR, uh, uh, the New Apostolic Reformation. It looks just like the, the same kind of plan that comes out of the New World Order. New World Order, New Apostle, uh, Apostolic Reformation. It's got the same points in it. Education, finance, r- politics, religion. Uh, go look that up. Okay, it's just a different form of what Satan has planned. God never said we were going to take over the world with our flesh. He never said he was going to take, we were going to take over the world with our flesh, but rather the word of God says that we would be persecuted in this last hour. And, and he knew it was coming. He warned us. It's right here in Matthew 24. And I am tired of these uh, lily-livered prophets dancing through the daisies, telling people anything they want to hear, lying to the people. While people just, it's like the Pied Piper. They're playing the pipe and they're going right over the edge of the cliff. Repent. Hallelujah. All of us need to repent for something. God's been dealing with me about different things in my life, my household. I'm trying to put my life and my household, my children, my heart before the Lord. I want him to look at me, search me, help me, Lord. Because he is a big God. And, and, and he is who I am. I am afraid of God. I have the fear of the Lord. We have, we, with a reverential fear, we should fear our God. Because he is the ultimate power. Not be afraid of the enemy or what man can do to us. Mm. But repent is the word now it is repent this is not a time of celebration i know this is the christmas season <laughs> this is also my birthday season my husband was uh his his birthday's december the 14th he passed away back in october of 2017 um my birthday's december 17th so december was a a, a month of celebration for many many i mean it was a double celebration you know what i'm saying but the Lord has laid heavy on my heart that not this month. I don't have Christmas tree up this year. I've never, um, I don't do that. I, I haven't done that this month. Um, I don't have any um, kind of decorations. We don't really have much planned. It's just like blah. It's just like, why do I feel this way? And the Lord laid on my heart because it's not a time for celebration. It's a time for sackcloth and ashes, mourning and repentance. I tell you who's real good to go back and listen to. He went home to be with the Lord. Is David Wilkerson. Go go and listen to some of his things. He told the truth. He told the truth. And there's others out there like him. I can't name many off the top of my head. Because there's so many fake false prophets out there. Go back and look at all the prophets that told you Trump was going to win the election. That's how God shook it out. I saw that coming like the broad, I mean, like a freight train. Uh, he used the whole thing to expose the, the false prophets. Now, I'm going to go on and continue on. Um, and, and, and I'm going to say this, is that um, I'm a little fiery today. I just feel a fire in me. 
um, I do not consider myself a prophet or an apostle or any of those other uh, lofty titles. Uh, you will never see my name out there on anything unless it was printed without my knowledge or consent that will ever say that I am a titled prophet or apostle. I do not believe in that. I am nothing but a, a woman that loves God. Yes, I do believe in modern day prophecy and I do believe that we have those gifts. What I don't believe in is uh, exalting ourselves in a lofty way uh, to make ourselves look special in front of everyone else because these gifts that that I carry and that many of you carry I know you too because we talk uh, they are to the glory of God and that is it and that is all into the edification of the body of Christ to encourage the body of Christ um, uh, the prophets today in some of these circles um, have you ever noticed it's a good um, marker point that I've noticed is that they always have a new sound. They have a new sound. They have a new thing. God is doing a new thing going on like, oh, and they have the weird little music playing and weird things they do. They'll beat drums. I've seen that. Well, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Um, uh, they want a new sound. Well, I don't need a new sound. I'm ha I'll be happy to hear the old sound come back into the body of Christ. The old sound. Because, you see, old isn't even relevant to describe God because old is in, it pertains to time. On this planet, there's no time in eternity. God always was. He never had a beginning. He never will have an end. He is eternal. Okay. Um, he he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. There is He is infinite, but they're always wanting something new. Well, that's how that's how humanity got seduced in the first place. Is that uh, Eve got seduced and convinced that she needed something other than what God had already given? That she needed something other. She needed that new thing that was being kept from her. It's always it's a seductive, seductive sound. Doesn't even sound like God. If you want to know what God sounds like, we all. I, I'm preaching to the choir. Most of you that listen to me. <laughs> Y'all are already there and way more advanced than me. I think you just listen to me for entertainment. <laughs> you like to hear me fire off and my, you like to hear this little Texas volcano sometime. But um, uh, if you want to hear what God sounds like, read the Bible. <laughs> That's what I want to say to people. If you want to know what God is saying uh, to, the, to the church right now or to the body of Christ and what he sounds like, read the Bible. He sounds like that. Okay? God doesn't play games. He's not always trying to flatter us with, with an, and entice us. You ever notice these prophetic words? That, uh, I use those quotes loosely around that. They're so enticing with this different kind of sound it has. And, and God is almost like you would think the way they, they are saying in the Spirit of the Lord says... And they'll say all these things. It sounds like God's just kicked back with blue jeans on in a coffee shop, uh, drinking a latte, 
just real casual giving a, a prophecy. That, that's not God. That is not God. That is not how God sounds. And I know his voice and you do too. And another we will not follow. Hallelujah. Turn back, my love. If, if any of these kind of people have influenced you, put it before the Lord and say, Lord, show me the truth. And he will because he loves you. We have to turn back away from all of the wickedness, including believing in lying false prophets. Hallelujah. There's forgiveness for them too. And God loves them. And But there's some pretty high-profile high people that really stuck their foot in their mouth. Paula White was one of them. Just to name just a couple. Jeremiah Johnson was one of them. Um, some of these others out there. There's even one of them that I, have, that I like a lot and have great respect for. And he said it. He put his foot in his mouth. He did unwisely, and he spoke unwisely because that wasn't what God had planned. God planned to turn us over for a little while until we get off our high horse and learn a few things. America is getting a spanking right now in case you hadn't noticed. And this is just the beginning. I don't have, see, I don't get money from anybody. I don't get money from anybody to do this podcast. Nobody gives me money, okay? It costs me money. I I pay like 20 bucks a month to do this podcast, okay? I'm not in it for money. I don't care if you like me. I don't care if anybody likes me. America's getting spanked. That's just all there is to it. America's getting punished. The world's getting punished. Many different countries are getting judged according to their wickedness and their wicked ways. And America having sent forth so many vile and filthy things into this world coming out of the cesspool of Hollywood. Hollywood has influenced the whole world, not just America. They have tainted the whole world with their disgusting, filthy uh, ways that have come out of that onto these television screens, onto these theater screens. The entertainment, the music, the filthiness. The, the absolute debauchery that has come right out of America, spilled forth unto the world, all of it. You think God's not going to judge it? Yes, he is judging it, and he's doing it right now, and he's not finished. And I'm not going to get off of that until I have driven my point home, that I know what the Lord said. And um, I pray that America turns back, and you know when people get desperate, when people get desperate and they get in a place where, my goodness, the food supply has been affected, right? Or they get in a place where, um, well, things aren't as easily accessible as they were. Um, we can't just go to the grocery store and get milk because we don't know if they have milk today. And next thing you know, people are lined up outside the grocery store and they're doing it in rations where you're not allowed to buy but just a few things allotted to each family. You think that's not coming? That's coming. It's coming. Uh, why is it coming? You know, America has more problems than any country in the world. We're known for it, for being gluttonous, fat, and lazy. We're like, we are the modern day Romans. We are. With our entertainment, even our football stadiums, will pl they play the exact song that is traditional that dates back to the Roman days when they open up the Super Bowl, when they open up, when they play, when they play football. That same song 
That's, that's an ancient song from Roman days in these big coliseums. I mean, we are modern day Babylonian. Uh, Rome was Babylonian. All of that goes back to Babylon. Egypt was a Babylonian-based uh, uh, culture. Rome was a Babylonian-based culture. That's what I mean by that. It's, it's, um, it's wickedness. And we have infiltrated the world with all of our influence. And uh, the other side of America is a God-fearing people uh, that loves God and was rooted in God. Um, but they turned away. They turned away. They got seduced. They turned away from God. And um, uh, he's judging us. It's just as simple as it gets. Uh so, what's the good news, Heather? Good night, you know. Well, um, the good news is that um, when it gets worse and when people start getting desperate for God, we are going to see people start turning back to the Lord. Yes, we will. But they've got to get to a place now where they actually have a need. Our bellies are have been so full in the United States that we don't have a need. We don't have a desperation when people get to that point where they are desperate, then they'll have a need and then they'll turn back to God. But that's what it's going to take at this point. But we will see it. Uh, call it revival, if you will. Call it revival. But we will see it. Because that's where it's going to get to. And uh, it's not going back to normal. Or it's not going back to where it was. Um, things are going to change. And... Um, um, I tell you one thing that this whole pandemic did for us is that it really, really sifted through and it shook out who the real players were in Christianity. You got to see who was false prophet. You got to see who really wasn't in it all the way. You got to see uh, who was going to go along with the world and be fearful, who was deceived. You got to see all of that. You got to see it all. And, and, and it's still going on. And all we can do now is, well, depend on the Lord. Depend on the Lord. He's going to take care of you and me. And God bless you for listening to this podcast today. This was way different than anything else I've ever done. Um, uh, keep, keep walking in the truth and in the light. And be courageous. Because remember, the cowards are going to go into hell first. Be courageous, my friends. And don't be afraid for God to show you big, scary truths. Because whatever he shows you that's big and scary, it's bigger than you. Just go ahead and admit it, it's bigger than you. Whatever he shows you. Even if he says starvation's coming to the land, or he says whatever, you know, war is coming to the land. I... I'm not saying he said that to me. I'm just saying, whatever he tells you that is big and scary, there's nothing that you cannot walk through with Jesus by your side. God will carry you through anything and all things, even when you get discouraged. And maybe spiritual leaders have let you down. Maybe you were one of those that you say, Sister Heather, I really wanted to believe I really believe these people when they said Trump would get it. I sure hope you didn't feel condemned earlier in this podcast. That was not my intention to make anybody feel condemned. 
but rather that you would repent and we all have to do it. Repent is just simply saying, Lord, I'm sorry. I had to repent. I had to repent. I continue repenting whenever I see something the Lord shows me. I had to repent about Hillsong. I loved Hillsong. <laughs> I listened to them uh, for years and years. And the Lord showed me about that. I said, oh, I have to turn away from that. That was not, I'm so sorry, Lord. I turn away from that. You know, God loves you. God loves you. It's going to take a mighty heart, loved ones. It's going to take a mighty heart. Walking with God in this last hour, it's going to take him walking with you and giving you courage and strength. No matter what goes on out there, I pray you have yourself a lovely day.